Hello, this is Nancy Ray, your host for the Rebel Haven podcast, a show designed to inspire, educate, and empower our community of entrepreneurs that think differently. For as in the words of the great and late Steve Jobs, the ones who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones that do. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. I have a dream that one day, it's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Welcome, everybody. This is your host, Nancy Ray Allen. Today, joining me, I have the wonderful, the brilliant, the talented Chris Miles with Money Ripples. Welcome, Chris. Hey, how's it going, Nancy Ray? (laughs) Good. So um, there's several reasons why I invited Chris to join us on the podcast today. He is a cash flow expert, and he introduced himself sometime as the anti-financial advisor. And here on Rebel Haven, we're all about innovation, breaking out of the status quo, doing things differently, following the beat of your own heart. And Chris definitely exemplifies this. So welcome, Chris. We're so excited to have you here. Maybe could you just tell us a little bit about what got you into this business in the first place? Yeah, you know, it's probably like a lot of business owners, like you got into business because you wanted to like have that control and that freedom of your life and and all the dream, right? And uh, you know, actually I was, my original plan when I went to college was to become a business consultant. And uh, I thought, well, if I'm going to do that, like I can't just have book smarts. I got to like have real world experience. So I dropped out of college and I thought, all right, what are you going to do? I'm like, well, the one business that anybody will hire you for, you know, or let you do is, is basically be a financial advisor. So I did that, you know, cause they, they tell you, it's like, Hey, it's your own business, but really we take on anyone like, please come on. Right. And I didn't know that at the time. I thought there was like this massive qualification, you know, like it's like boiler room type thing. And, it was, it was super simple. And, but I started getting into it and I love being a business owner. And as a result, I'm like, well, crap, like I'm going to stay dropped out of college. I'm, I can make way more money as an entrepreneur than I can like getting a degree in sociology, you know, things like that. So, uh, so I did, I ended up uh, going that route. I did that for four years and then I realized it was all bull crap. You know, like it doesn't work. And I'm like, well, gee, like nobody's getting rich off this advice, you know, but what if I talk to these millionaires that do? And so I started talking to millionaires and realized, yeah, it's all crap. Like if I do the opposite of what everybody tells you to do with money, like save like good boys and little girls and pay off all your debt and, and uh, basically make your life suck your entire life, then someday you might have something to, to live on, right? And, and that was just not the life I signed up for. And so uh, I started to do the opposite. Actually, in 2006, I quit being a financial advisor, vowed never teach about money again. And, uh, and then I was able to, in a sense, basically retire when I was 28 years old. I was able to get passive streams of income coming in that were like four or five grand a month. I'm like, well, shoot, I don't even have to work anymore. Now what? And that's when the real call, the real mission came. And that's, uh, and that's where 2007 actually came out of retirement teach what I did. I went through the whole recession, went from millionaire to upside down millionaire and, and then back again. And now I'm back out of the rat race. I was able to retire again two years ago. And now I work part-time business like 10 to 20 hours a week and make more money than people that work overtime. So I love it. <laughs> that is so awesome. Well, congratulations. You are an inspiration to us all. That being the goal, obviously get out of the rat race. So you talked about passive income. When you work with your clients to help them create these, because you help people do that, right? Find and create mm-hmm. sources. What, what are kind of some of your go-to things? I mean, we've all kind of heard about, you know, real estate and things like that. 
what what do you what do you like? What do you recommend? Yeah, it, I, I like whatever somebody's passionate about. Um, that's that's really what it is. Because the hard thing is, like, if, if I were to tell you, is like, hey, you should only do real estate, right? You, you should be questioning my stuff and say, all right, are you are you selling real estate stuff? Is that why you're making money off this crap? You know, like you should. Be, I mean, you should be questioning their motives, right? And and everybody has their own recipe for what's perfect. Because I mean, why would you go and and try to go and throw money at stuff and try to make passive income at something just because you make a money, make money, right? Because you get a paycheck. I mean, what makes it any different than getting a crappy job? I mean, if you're just going for the paycheck, that's not a life. That's not freedom. And so you want to do something that lights you up, right? Like something that gets you lit, you know? And so that's, that's where I help people figure out. It's like, well, let's figure out like there's so many options because yeah, you could do real estate. And even within real estate, there's so many little things you can do within that, right? Mm -hmm. um, there's, there's things like oil and gas. Like I have somebody who refuses to do real estate and only wants to do oil and gas. Like, well, cool. Let's do something there and make killer money that doing that. Or it could be in your own business. Your business could be, I, I just had somebody, somebody that you and I know, Nancy Ray, that uh, just recently hired me that was that we had trained together and stuff. And, and she's like, you know, like I've got this business that finally starting to pay me. And she's like, the cool thing is I can partner up with this guy. We put 50 grand each into this business. And after the 13th month, we get paid anywhere from 10,000 to 25, 30,000 a month. And I'm like, that is a freaking no brainer. You make all your money back within a year. Like, dude, like, okay, yeah, we can do some real estate stuff and some other things, but this, this is what we got to do. And so we're like trying to get lines of credit and stuff. We're like, let's pump this. Cause we can get four of these businesses. You're going to be freaking making over 50 grand a month guaranteed, you know, 50 to hundred grand a month. Let's just start cranking this sucker out, you know? And and so that's, that's the kind of thing. And so, yeah, we're doing other stuff, but you know, for her, her business is like the, the economic engine. It's the thing that's going to really get her going and she loves it. So why stop that? You know, do what you love and then make money doing it. You know, I love that. That's such good advice because you're right. So often people just have this one stop shop, this one way to do it. And it's so true when we check and question their motives, they're usually selling something. Right. Yeah. And it's like, well, shoot, that's not really going to help me. So um, if someone's like hearing this and they're feeling kind of inspired and excited, like, Ooh, I want to like research and see what kind of ways I can create more passive income in my life. Where would you recommend they go to discover all the different options for creating passive income? Well, I mean, to be self-serving, obviously, I mean, you know, I would send them to my show. My, I have a podcast called the Chris miles money show where I actually teach that kind of stuff. And uh, they're like short 20, 25 minute episodes. So they're like really, you know, just quick and to the point as much as we can. And like, I'll tell you like this last year, I had a few cool episodes that people just like freaked out about. Like, like for example, um, I, I brought on a guy that I've known for years and, and uh, he actually does a thing where you teach people how to become off, authorized users on your credit card. So if you've got a credit card that you've had for, especially if you've had it for like five, 10 years or whatever, you've had it for a while, um, you can add people to that credit card and then they'll pay you for that because when they get added to your credit card, especially, you know, and you don't send them the credit card or anything like you, you, you get it sent to your address, you shred it or whatever. Right. So they don't get access. But the cool thing is if, if they get added to your credit card, that whole credit history for that one card shows up on their credit report, does nothing for you, no risk to you. Right. But it shows up on their credit report and it jumps up their score like 20, 30, 40 points like overnight. And so people will pay, like sometimes you'll make like 50, 100, 150 bucks a month for per user on that card. I have one card that's like five slots I can throw people into. And so I have like, right now I have like three people on my card that they've paid me to just 
send myself their credit card and I shred it and then I take them off after a couple months, you know, and bring on somebody else. And I'm, I'm making money from nothing doing that, right? That's so uh, fun. <laughs> almost anybody could do that, you know, and yeah. I had another guy who talked about Airbnb rentals. Like how do you cash flow that, you know, without even having to buy the property? You can just, you know, lease the property from, you know, apartment manager and then sublease it and, and make your money back within a couple of years, you know, and all kinds oh of. Oh my gosh. That's so fun. I love these things. They feel like life hacks because they're just so unique yeah. and out of the box. Like that is so cool. I love that. So the, your podcast is called the Chris Miles money show. Yep. Okay. So took, Chris took Miles years and years to come up with that name. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. That's awesome. Great. Okay. Well, what about, I know you also help people with cash flow and like uh -huh. freeing up cash. So when you are like first sitting down with somebody, what's one of the most obvious places you look that's like, dude, you're definitely leaking money here. Like I don't even need to look to know this. Uh -huh. people are just like, I found this in my own finances. Like I'll, I'll, I'll find like subscriptions that are small, like mm -hmm. under 50 bucks. I'll have like four or five that I'm just not seeing running because they're so sneaky. Right. Like, is yeah. there something that you found like almost everybody, like you're definitely probably leaking money right here. Yeah. There's, there's several places. Cause yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll look through their like, like line item by line item to figure out like what's, you know, what's good. And I'm not about like not spending money. I think you should enjoy life. So I hate when people is like, Oh, I should be cheap. It's like, no, that sucks. Like do something you'll like, you know, like enjoy your life a little bit. You can go out and eat. You don't have to be, do the whole latte factor that, you know, some people teach and tell you to basically let your life just suck, you know? So um, <laughs> that's so, like yeah, Dave Ramsey, right? Exactly. Like yes. Dave Ramsey and all those Dave <laughs> of guys that like teach you how to like be cheap, you know, like yeah, yeah. that's not how we live life. I mean, you, you should be responsible, but not yeah. cheap. Love and that. so, uh, so yeah, so I mean, there's the common places like taxes are big for business owners. A lot of times we find like people are overpaying at least a couple grand to sometimes over 10, 20 grand a year in taxes. Wow. Ridiculous. You know, like I, I taught like one uh, person, she was a, a rep for a, an essential oil company. And, uh, and I was like, wait, you've got like six kids, right? She's living in California. So she's paying buku bucks in taxes. I was like, you got six kids. Do you know you can pay your kids? and it that tax free and then use that money to pay for the expenses, college, whatever. Right. And she's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, yeah. So if you have six kids, you pay them each $6,000 a piece. That's 36 grand. It saves her like 13 grand a year. Just that one little move, you know, Boom. little stuff like that, you know, so taxes one, uh, no one's like, you know, debt, like figuring out like how to pay, you know, sometimes we pay it off, but sometimes we don't. Sometimes it's, it's good not to pay off the debt, but to redirect that money elsewhere. And so I've had people where we've, we've consolidated stuff. Like I had just this week, in fact, I had somebody who they're like, yeah, we're paycheck to paycheck. How do we get out of that? And, and uh, found out they had some equity in their house and we're like, Hey, well, we can pay off some of these credit cards here and we can even take some of this money and invest it. Right. So even just by paying off and free, you know, consolidating their loans, we found like an extra $1,200 a month right there. That's like 14 grand a year. And now we've still got like another 60 grand we can go and invest and make at least 500 to a thousand bucks a month off that. And so, I mean, already just from that one little move by doing nothing, no money out of their pocket, we can create an extra 2000 bucks a month. Um, that so is that was, so amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, just, you know, taking things that people don't realize they have like resources, like could be through debt, it could be through savings, just sitting around doing nothing. I get people all the time like, yeah, I've been putting in this retirement plan. I'm like, and what do you get out of it? Well, market swings, like, you know, like, market tank last month. So I lost 10%. I'm like, that's stupid. You're like that can be a money leak. If somebody has like a hundred grand, they just lost 10 grand last month. You know, that's dumb. It's like, 
No, like let's figure out like ways we can actually get that money doing something for you and creating cash flow right now. Not uh, hope when I'm 65, if I'm even alive, I'll get access to some sort of money, right? Like <laughs> right now, like we can make money right now. You know, you have to wait. You can have that. I free love that. I love that. Well, you know, uh, in the work that I do, I do so much mindset work. As you're saying all this, I'm listening and I'm hearing how the ability to do this requires a different level of thinking. And uh-huh. so many people, when it comes to money, I think we're so, we have shame. We have, we feel like we're dumb or we're not capable or we don't, we don't know enough or we're trapped or like whatever that is that, that creates like this dark cloud around their brain and their ability to like climb up a little bit to a bird's eye view and look at it a little less emotionally, look at it a little more objectively. And I think that's probably what you really offer to your clients is this ability to all the resources and experience that you have and the ability to look at it without like so much criticism of like, yeah. Oh, I suck. Cause I spend money here <laughs> because we all have different priorities. Like I spend a lot of money on education. Some people spend a lot of money on, you know, vacation and one's not better or worse than any other, their preferences. And I think we beat ourselves up for that. Like, man, I really like eating out. He's going to tell me I shouldn't eat out. He's going to tell me I've got to, you know, white knuckle it and drive a little beater that I bought in cash. Like Dave Ramsey says, and <laughs> suffer, suffer. And so we don't seek help. We don't, um, we're not even willing to look at it. It's true. I mean, that's the one thing that was a big advantage because I was kind of an arrogant jerk like in 2007 because people were like, <laughs> I can't figure out how to make money. I'm like, just do it. Like, shut up, you know? And, and then that all of a sudden 2008 hit me and then I was like, crap, now I can't make money. You know, like I was having such a hard time and I felt like a, like a total loser. Like I felt like I was this hypocrite who's teaching people how to get out of the rat race back then and then I was in the rat race myself, right? Because I was over a million dollars in debt, $16,000 a whole each month that was short, you know? And I had to figure out how to dig out of that without filing for bankruptcy. And it was tough. I had no money and no credit. I had to create out of seemingly nothing. And so when people are like, ah, I really feel bad. Like every entrepreneur is like, oh, like I, I know I should be better off than I am or I should be farther ahead than I actually am. Like, no, you're exactly where you need to be. Like, stop it. Like, you, I can guarantee you're not ever in a worse situation than I was ever in myself. You know, so like, <laughs> I'm like the one money guy who's like, no, I've been worse than all of y'all, you know, so <laughs> Not a big deal, but uh, there is a mindset that shift that does have to happen. You really do. Like, I really teach people they have to come from an abundance mindset, not scarcity, which means you can't come from a spender or a saver mentality. Like saver mentalities, even though that's what they always herald as being like the ideal, right, is really crap because people don't have freedom when they're when they're constantly worried about how much money they spend and how much they can use. Like, there's no freedom. I've seen people, and I actually work with people that are millionaires that still feel broke. Mm. Like. like four or five million dollars and they still are broke they're like i i don't know how to get free it's like okay we got to shift this whole mentality to get rid of all this crappy training that financial advisors never have been giving you for years you got to undo that and come from more of an abundance mentality of a steward mentality and, and look at the bigger picture and then that's when everything frees up and, and it's tough like that that same couple i showed how to free up over 1200 bucks a month the husband's like wait but you're just moving money around like you know, you're not helping us pay off debt. I'm like, dude, I know, like, I get it. I know where you're coming from, but trust me, like if crap were to hit the fan right now, you lost your job, you'd be way more screwed than you are if you do what I'm recommending, where you have now $1,200 less a month to deal with. And, and not to mention, I mean, you now you'll have more cash and reserves, like you have more savings in place. Like 
everything. And so his wife, who is the ultimate penny pinching saver, she was like, I get it. And he's like, hold on, I'm the spender, but this doesn't seem good. I was like, dude, like, come on, like, just sit with it for a while. Let it, you know, let it germinate because I promise you, like, I've been in both places and this is how you get to that path of freedom. That's amazing. That is so incredible. I love that. I love that. And ah, it's so true where when we are stuck in the same, it's sort of like that same cattle track that we've just been running for so long. And mm -hmm. even if it sucks, it's so familiar <laughs> and uh -huh. it's what we know. And to have someone come in, I, I mean, I can just imagine what a radical idea that sounds like to move that money around and to do it that way. It's like, dude, you're solving nothing. There's no <laughs> new money in my life. How is this going to change my experience? But it was never a lack of resource. It was a lack of resourcefulness and right. not really utilizing what they had there. And man, that's like some magic secret sauce you have there, Chris. That's pretty cool stuff. That's the key. I mean, you said it. I mean, it's, it's not about how much resource you have. It's how resourceful you are. And, you know, find, and that's, that's the thing is most times people, when they're, they're looking for help, they're usually saying, wait, like, I know there's something here. I'm just not seeing it. Like, I'm stuck in my, like, my two, two tracks there. And how do yeah. I break out of that mold? And, and sometimes it just requires that outside perspective to look at it from a different way and say, oh, wow, like, it's right there. It was there the whole time. I just didn't see it. And, and that's the biggest cost. Like, sometimes the biggest money people lose or leak is the money they never find in the first place, right? It's that opportunity cost. Yeah. You know, that reminds me of uh, recently I was on the phone with my sister and she started an at-home Etsy business and uh -huh. she has it paired with an Instagram account and a YouTube and she's a stay-at-home mom doing the stay-at-home mom thing and running the side gig, which is awesome. And she created this really amazing following really fast, but for some reason her Etsy store, like all of the sales right up, she's like, what the crap? Like, where are my cells? What's happening? She was even considering like just deleting it and getting rid of it and trying to find some other way of, you know, affiliate marketing or something to create money with this following she's built. And she logged into her Etsy store and she realized she had set it to away on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> so no orders could come through. She turned it back on. Now she's getting, you know, five to six orders really regularly a week, you know, and it's mm -hmm. back to thriving and growing. But sometimes we do that and it can seem yeah. like the most obvious flip, but we just can't see it. And I think, I mean, I find in the work I do, sometimes when I give someone a solution, it sounds so simple that they're almost not willing to try it. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> it's like- got to be more complex, right? Yeah, yeah. Because all this suffering has to have been for something, not because it was something so easy, but it usually is a simple, it's not always easy to implement, but a simple- mm -hmm answer yeah that's and that's the that's and that's what leonardo da vinci says like simplicity is the ultimate sophistication right mm. um, and that's what that's one thing i know like if somebody really understands something like and this this is kind of like my litmus test is not always true i know but if someone can describe something very simply it's because they have a deep wisdom in it right i've noticed people that really don't get stuff they only mentally get it like maybe they learn it from somebody else they always like meander with how they explain it. They can't figure it out. It's like, it's because you're trying to regurgitate something else that somebody had real experience with. And I know you've probably seen that too, because you're a coach. So you get it. You just blew my mind. I love the way you said that. The simpler people can explain something, typically the deeper the understanding. Exactly. Oh my gosh. That is so true. Wow. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm going I'm to stay with that one for a while. I really like that a lot. Like, dude. <laughs> I really like that one a lot. So what do you find is typically people's number one obstacle in actually like pulling the trigger and coming to take advantage of some of the services you offer? What's usually their number one like hesitation that you find to get to help them kind of work through? You know, um, it's interesting because like I, lately, like, I mean, people just kind of just come to me and like, so it's like, it hasn't been like, I don't really, really have to market hard. It just, it just happens, right? Like people just keep reaching out all the time. So I feel like, like I don't have to do anything hard to convince them because all I have to do is listen to figure out what their issue is. And if I can help them, I'll let them know. If not, I'll give them some resource or somebody else who can help them. Right. And so it's pretty easy. I would say this though, like I think the biggest obstacle that people have, if they do kind of like drag their feet a little bit is, uh, is hope, I guess, or even having the faith that it will actually work, you know, because because uh, a lot of times I'd be like, yep, I can see right here and here and here and I can have the whole vision. Uh, but for them, because they've been stuck so long with a certain vision, they're like, wait, is that even possible? And, and they want it to be possible, right? Like that's why they're reaching out in the first place. They want it to be true. But they're like, but is it, you know? And I always tell people all the time, I was like, listen, like whatever I do, like I don't take on a client and, and tell them this is what I'm going to charge them unless I know I can make at least double that this year. You know, like from what I can just see right now, hopefully we do a lot better. But it's like, if I can't do at least double, then no, I'll let you know. And, you know, and because I want your ROI to come back right away. You know, I want you to get that fast return on your investment, you know. So uh, I guess that's the biggest thing is like sometimes people are like, but can it work? You know, and so that leap of faith of, all right, let's do it. Let's try it, you know. And I think that's the biggest thing. And, and, then, and then after they start, it's just getting them to take action, you know, just getting them to do it. Because sometimes I'll tell them like, okay, cool. You can invest in this and this and do this right here and, this is, you know, you'll, I've had people where I'm like, you could retire next year just by doing what I'm, what we're talking about here. And like, you could be done. And then I'm like, ah, but I don't know. It's like, okay, well the only person stopping you is you, you know, like, like I had a deal come up where um, the guy, I mean, this guy had like, seriously, like he had about two and a half to 3 million sitting around. He was a dentist, right? Looking to figure out if he should retire from his practice. And, uh, and I had a deal come across my plate, which was, about two and a half million dollars and it was already cash flowing $311,000 this last year. So it was already paying out like over 25,000 a month. His goal, by the way, was 300,000 a year. I was like, dude, this is like one deal done. Like that's it. And he's like, I don't know if I just want to put all that there. Maybe I should diversify. You know, it's like do whatever you want, but like, dude, at least partner up with somebody and like do half. Like you don't have to do the whole deal. Like, Dude, this is awesome. Like you could be there right now. This year you could be done, retired, like sell your practice. And, uh, but again, like in his mind, like it was just so quick. It was like unbelievable to him. He didn't think it would actually happen. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I love that. You're right. It is a belief that it's even possible for someone Mm -hmm. to turn it around. Like that's huge. So if someone's listening right now to this and they're like, Oh, Chris miles, this dude sounds so cool. I'm going to go listen to his podcast. He's awesome. But I don't, I don't know if I really believe that I can have abundance that my experience and my story with money can turn around that I could actually be that person that create passive income. I don't have a ton of uh, assets, Chris miles. I don't have a big savings account to invest. I don't have all those fancy things. Is, is there anything that I can even do or is there anywhere I can even start? What would you say to them? 
Always. Yeah, there's always a place to start. It just start from where you are. It doesn't matter. I mean, if I can go from like, you know, million dollars in debt to getting to a life of freedom and being in a bug infested place in Hawaii, like I am right now, like, Hey, you can do it too. You know, you can live the dream and get bit by a centipedes, you know, like <laughs> I killed two centipedes in last week. That's why they're on my brain. Like I'm freaked out, <laughs> but no, like it's just start from where you are, like wherever it is. And, and yeah, everybody has their own different uh, solution, their own different recipe, as I like to call it, like your own unique way of getting that path of freedom. Right. Um, but the trick is just starting there and just be willing to say, Hey, let's just give it a shot. Why not? And uh, I mean, come on, like I got people that like, I mean, I got a group that I tell people you can make 10% a year on that pays you every single month. And you can start with a hundred bucks, like hundred bucks. I mean now 120 bucks will pay you $1 a month. That's not going to make you rich, but it's something. It's like, cool, try it out. See if it works. You know, like try it. Like that's the thing is like, it just got to start from somewhere. Um, sometimes, I mean, if people are like, okay, I think I'm, I've been, distri- you've described me, Chris, and I'm great. Like, you know, listen to the show, um, get some tips from there, you know, and then if it makes more sense, then you can check out my website, you can reach out to me or whatever, you know? I love that. That's fantastic. So if people are wanting to stay connected with you, obviously the podcast somewhere they can go, where else can they find you? Yeah. You can check out moneyripples.com. That's M-O-N-E-Y-R-I-P-P-L-E-S. That's not N-I-P-P-L-E-S, like some people miss here. They're like, money nipples? I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not my business. Sorry. I don't do that. You know, that was my side hustle. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, money ripples with an R. Yeah, with an R. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And then are you active on, what social medias are you active on? Uh, mostly Facebook. I am on LinkedIn, but uh, Facebook, usually you can find my money ripples page on there too. Yeah, you share some great stuff. I like following you on Facebook. So be sure to check Chris out. Stay connected. He's always sharing really great resources, inspirational stuff. And he's definitely walking his talk. He's in Hawaii for a whole month. That's amazing. Out there enjoying uh, all the centipedes that are there. (laughs) Awesome. So my final question for you today, Chris, is there any last thought or message or word you'd like to leave with our audience today? You know, you bet. Like, like we said today, like the best time to start is right now. You know, like, you know, the whole reason I created the whole company money ripples is because I was trying to create a vision of what I wanted to create. And and the the vision that came to my head is not only do you help the individual and and then that benefits their lives and that creates freedom for them, but that goes out to their generations, children, grandchildren beyond them. You can break that scarcity type of legacy that's been left for you or lack of legacy. And that can extend beyond your community across the world. And that, and that's the ripple effect that I like to create. And, and that's the thing like, we all have our own ripples we're creating. And so if you can just, you know, realize that, Hey, maybe this isn't too good to be true. Maybe there is hope. Maybe I can create something so different that I've never seen before in my life, but it's possible. It can be something new. It's there. And, like, and you just have to have that hope and that belief that, Hey, it could actually happen. Like I could actually have everything that I want and more. I love that. Thank you so much, Chris Miles. It's been an honor to have you here on the show. Be sure to go check out his podcast, The Chris Miles Money Show. And until next time, I want you to all remember that whatever it is that you are dreaming, it is yes, absolutely possible.